Okay, ready then? Let's do yep. it. Okay. Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. I'm Ann Lundholm, and this show has everything. The resumption of movie magic, our dream jobs, psychopathic tendencies, and even more Steel Magnolia's content. Did you think it could be done? Yes, it could. <laughs> can't get enough. You can't get enough. <laughs> We're getting to know ourselves and each other a little bit better by way of extremely scientific internet quizzes. Joining me on this sure-to-be-informative and enlightening journey from Middle-Aged Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary Livingston-Butler. Happy Friday evening, Hillary. Happy Friday evening. I have a, a, like some shitty rosé wine. I'm ready to go. Let's see how I fall apart in this episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH Van Harn. And a very happy Friday evening to you as well, Meredith. And to you, Anne. I am so happy that it's Friday. I can't even tell you. We were all like, yes, we worked hard today <laughs> at our jobs. <laughs> I accomplished something I've been struggling with all week. And so I decided to give myself the last couple hours of work off. Don't tell anybody. Shh. Whatever. <laughs> Capitalism is a scam. It's fine. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, we'll start the show with a little small talk. We'll see what's in the mailbag and hear about what movies make you guys think of the, quote, Southeast, South Central, unquote, USA, <laughs> a.k.a. Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. In Medium Talk, we found some quizzes that's, I mean, I'm going to be honest, we, I think we just hope we'll provide some enjoyable nonsense yes. <laughs> to everybody on this Friday evening. And finally, we'll share some tissue recommendations and let you know how you can get involved with the show. Okay, Hillary, you have a lot of news to talk about in this. <laughs> so much news. Okay, after a very, very long, long pandemic related delay, being my last show being Sonic the goddamn hedgehog. Yep. Mm-hmm. I am returning. I, I imagine I'm saying this like Oprah movie theater return. <laughs> I'm going back. I'm so excited. Tomorrow is my day. I'm going alone to go see. I mean, shocker of all shockers. What if I said a quiet place too? No, that's not what it is. <laughs> I'm going to see in the Heights. I'm so excited. My like expectations might be like a little bit too high, but I think it's more, I mean, it's obviously like, I love a musical. I love Manuel Miranda. I, I love the songs. I love Jimmy Smith's. I'm very excited to go see it, but I'm also just excited to be back in the theater and I'm going to the Alamo near my house. Which I love the Alamo because of the, like, no, like, there's no cell phones out. I mean, there's some, like, drinking and eating going on around you, but everybody is very respectful. I'm planning on getting there, like, pretty early because I like the pre-show a lot. (laughs) And I can just be alone in the air-conditioned theater, have a glass of wine or whatever. I'm going to a 245, so 
I mean, we'll see how much wine I actually do have, but I'm so excited. My parents um, actually watched it. I think they must have watched it on HBO Max last night, which I could do. I have HBO Max, but I really, this is a movie I really want to see in the theater. Like, I just want to experience, like, the Busby Berkeley style, you know, swim montage and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm so, I'm so, so excited. And, um, but my parents did give it a thumbs up. My dad said he cried. Sorry. Wait, dad. wait, wait. You did. Is there a synchronized swimming montage in it? Yes, apparently there is. So wow. I, I know. I'm very excited. John this, Chu. This movie is, and the great Muppet caper. <laughs> I know. Oh I know. I know. Uh, um, John Chu's the director and he directed crazy rich Asians, which, uh, I, it's like an enjoyable that's a movie that I can kind of put on and just have it in the background because well as we all know I love a movie in which somebody discovers somebody's rich like <laughs> surprisingly rich it makes me so excited but John Chu is all about like colors and you know just the sights of it all so I'm I'm really excited anyway I'm I'm thrilled and I told Bridget that I was going by myself and she was like ah not fair take me and I really do want to take her I love taking her to movies especially ones that she's I mean, I think really all she is in it for is the candy and popcorn, which I fully understand. Um, but I was like, let me just do this by myself. Let me just have this moment. And then if I if it's good and I think it's appropriate, then I will take you as well. So, oh, I'm sure you're going to want to see it again. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, and now the movies are slowly rolling out. There are a few others. Uh, quiet Places. Somebody keeps saying, oh, yeah, it's really good. And I'm like, no, I don't do jump scares. Like, that is not something. Nope. That when, does not appeal to me at all. No, I, I like a roller coaster, but I like to be, like, prepared for what's going to happen. When, before I saw um, Get Out, I had to, you know, pre-Google where the jump scares were. Because I was like, I want to enjoy this movie and not be. Um, obviously, I was psychologically scary but yeah, I, it wasn't much of a jump scare was it no it was there a were, little gross there but. were like and grossness doesn't bother me that much it's truly the jump scare it's because it's like the fight or flight is activated in me and i get really mad like i, I get into the fight mode where and so when there's a jump scare it doesn't thrill me it just makes me kind of irritated by the whole thing it makes me embarrassed when i jump yes, yes. even if i'm by myself i'm like oh, did anyone see that <laughs> And when we watch, so like we just started to rewatch the X-Files from the beginning and we often will watch it right before bed, which is dumb, or we'll watch like American Horror Story or... Um, oh, Meredith. Yeah, I know. And oh. he will fall asleep. And I'm like <laughs> sitting there all by myself like, you're like, what? baby bear. Don't leave me here. You're like bear. Your eyes are like saucer. You're like... <laughs> I will grab his hand and put it in front of my eyes so that I can't see <laughs> I, when Dave and I first started dating and whatever movie we saw, even even if it's something kind of innocuous where I just think there's going to be a loud... Because people like to use jump scares and non-horror things to just kind of shock you out of it. I have a patented thing where I close my ears, you know, like the little inner part of my ear. Mm-hmm. And then like kind of I like stick... I don't want to like fully cover my eyes, but like kind of, you know... So my hands, my thumbs are in my ears and I'm like a little baby. Like I'm just like, mm, like just sitting there, you know, like you have finger baby. blinds. Yes, exactly. Yep. Exactly. That's what I do. It helps. I don't know why. Cause it like does. you can shut it real quick if yes. you need to. And you're like, mm, I don't like it. Yeah. Blood and guts. I mean, I don't like them, but it's, that's not my preferred, um, you know, niche of cinema, but I, don't mind it. It's just the jump scares really get me. Anyway, so yes, I'm not saying a quiet place too, but I, I would <laughs> say movies with a sense of creeping dread are oh, not yes. good for me. No, yeah. no, 
No, and for some reason, like when I was in college, I think there was a that was when kind of scream and all those were coming out, and they were a big. I remember saying urban legend in the movie theater and I was like why am I seeing this like this is not I don't enjoy this I don't like this Jared Leto was really hot and the Noxima girl was in it but that was like about oh, yeah. the extent of of my enjoyment of it yeah. yeah I'm very very excited after the ring I said nope that's no that's mm. no more scary movies for Anne no 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 it I can I can kind of like delete them from my head, not the ones that are actually good, but I can delete a lot of them from my head. But the experience is not pleasurable for me at all. Mm-mm. Like there, it is. It's just me kind of on edge all the time. So no, not interested in it. But I am interested in the heights. So yay! I'll let y'all know. And I think actually, Christy maybe is currently seeing it or has seen it. So maybe we'll give a United review. Well, we'll see. Maybe we'll be like, Siskel and Ebert, like thumbs up, thumbs down. So. <laughs> maybe she'll hate it. Oh, you really think so? Yeah. And I'm like, curious to no. see how that goes. And I'm like, fuck you, Christy. Um, well, I have this mental picture, like you said about Oprah, like the camera zooms in on the theater doors and they swing open and you're like, I'm back. And the wind is blowing and you're wearing sunglasses. I'm, I am, I, w- I would do that. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Even Bridget remembered that Sonic the Hedgehog was our last movie. And she was like, that was a good movie. And I'm like, um, agree to disagree on that one. It was tolerable for our children. I mean, um, what's his face? What's the cutie pie from like 30 Rock and Enchanted? Why do I always forget his name? Patrick um, Dempsey? Jane. No, 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 no. no. James. No, no. Um, James, you know, he's like, he's looked the same forever. He was in 27 Dresses. Marston, James Marston. Yeah, James Marston. Like he was in Sonic the Hedgehog, so I enjoyed it for that. (laughs) But that's about the extent of that. Uh, I was about done after that. Oh, anyway. Um, So I'll tune back next week, and I'll I'll give a thorough review. Also, upcoming next week is the Tishi Book Club returns. I'm very excited with The Searcher by Tana French. Yep. I got a a message from our friend Jack Taylor the other night, evening. He messaged me just to say, I don't usually read those kind of books, but I read it on your recommendation. And thank you. It was great. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. You're like, and you are like Oprah. You have Anne's (laughs) Book Club. (laughs) I finished it a couple weeks ago, and I really, really enjoyed it. I'm partway through, so I'll save my... Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, as much as I love a trash novel, um, Hollywood Homicide was not it for me. So, um, Mm -mm. I'm excited. And, and I really recommend if you have any interest in reading this book at all, do it before our discussion because there's one specific twist in it that we are not going to be able to talk about the book without Without talking talking, about the spoiler. It's just not possible. So, Get on it, people. Get and I don't it. think that twist is super important in the grand scheme of things, no. but we can't really gloss over it. Nope. So. Nope. It's just not possible to talk about the characters without, you know, spoiling that yeah. twist. Well, I'm excited. Yep. It's definitely, um, <clears throat> you know, definitely a, a slightly higher caliber without, like, you know, making us, you know, self-help book, like making mm. us better people. Or no, whatever. it's kind of a police procedural a little bit. And if you're having a hard time, I would definitely recommend the audiobook. The guy's voice is really nice, um, and he does a good job with the performance. So, uh, is it American? An American who reads it? Yes, I would assume so because our main character, and main it's from his is. point of view, he's American. I w- read, oh, read, listened to 
The Witch Elm, her previous book, and that narrator is Irish, and that, oh, you could just float away on that mm. accent. It's really nice. It's- I think I would like to check out some of her novels, some of her other books. Yeah, start with In the Woods. That's the first okay. one that she uh, wrote, and it's great. A, a Like, a narrator is such, you think it's, I don't think you, I think I thought it was maybe an easier job, but then, Anne, after you got me on to the Harry Potter audiobooks like mm, it Jim, is Dale. A, Jim Dale it is a talent I mean it is a talent to make like different characters come alive in different ways um and just I've heard really crappy audio books and it really detracts from it and it's not even like the quality of the person's voice or whatever it's just like them not just reading it but actually kind of acting it a little bit and yeah. yeah if everybody has like their own distinct voice like with the outlander books as i keep mentioning but yeah. like that's so many books and they're super long and she does the same super like long. she's consistent throughout about people's accents and their voice the voice that she does for them and it must have been over the span of many many years and she keeps it um consistent it's really impressive yeah, I think anybody can narrate a book, but very few people can do it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a talent. Well, I can't yep. wait. It'll be a good discussion. Yeah. So get that read before next week so that you can uh, discuss it with us. Um, shall we move on to the mailbag? Please. Yes. We got an email from listener Scott, and the email is entitled Burn After Reading. <laughs> that made me laugh right off the bat. <laughs> Scott says, hello, Tishi crew. I'm so behind. I'm really enjoying the discussion around cop, not cop shows. At one point, Bobby points out that there had been a discussion regarding the appropriateness of former undercover hung out to dry by the CIA for the show's rundown. And I was struck by how much that one comment says about what a great job y'all do for us fans. You are thoughtful weirdos and is a long time (laughs) old thoughtful weirdo. I just love you all in this show so much. You get it. You really get it. Still in search of a sign off. Scott. Aw, it's really sweet. That's so sweet. We are thoughtful weirdos. (laughs) We are thoughtful weirdos. I, for that particular, the cop, not cop show, I was very thankful to Bobby for bringing up at the beginning of the discussion because I would have just plowed right ahead. But Bobby was like, hey, we just want to sort of acknowledge the problematic nature of (laughs) television shows based on the idea that the police are always good guys yes yeah yeah the, like ultimate arbiters of justice mm-hmm. and all of that yeah and i have been sort of reflecting a little bit on like how and i'm this is not an original thought but just how much that shapes like your brain about yep. police um and just watch because i don't have a ton of interactions with the police in my life truly like it's been getting a ticket or but like that's about the extent of my interactions which I'm very lucky and obviously it's because I'm like an upper middle class white lady but like um it is it's I've always had you know been obsequious around cops and you know been like oh no no no, they're right they're right um and I have been reflecting on that in the last few months yeah the the to think about that what power tv really does have like after csi came out whatever it was like two decades ago now and all of a sudden in court cases juries started sort of demanding that forensic evidence and that's not how it works in most cases and prosecutors really had a tough time with that because now we think that they have all the labs and the machines and the blue lights and and dna is infallible yeah yeah yeah. 
That's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, even I think we were all taught that too as kids, right? Like I remember as a very, very, very little kid, my mom, you know, telling me that if I ever get lost, remember my phone number and go find a police officer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, for a tiny kid, that's probably good advice. Yeah. Um, but for certain kids, that's really bad advice. Yeah. No, it's it's complicated. I mean, I think a lot, <clears throat> I haven't watched it, but uh, Mayor of Easttown, I think it was supposed to be really, really good, but people were like, it's sort of hard because it is a really good show and it's well done. And obviously Kate Winslet's an amazing actress, but like, are we really still doing, you know, right. the cops as yep. the heroes yeah. of the story? Saviors. Yeah, I need to watch cop. that just because Easttown is where I grew up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Easttown, Pennsylvania? No, Grand Rapids. <laughs> it's just a neighborhood in Grand Rapids. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go on to our question of the week responses, which was what movie reminds you of those states that we mentioned? I don't even remember what we were calling it. South Central. It's like yes. South Central LA is what I yeah. keep thinking. <laughs> um, Phyllis says uh, Mississippi Masala. Kolyan says Sweet Home Alabama. Of course. Andrew says, yeah. Oh, I wait, I wait, I hold on. Um, sorry, I was gonna say something about Sweet Home Alabama. Um, because I thought about picking it because like, hello, it's Alabama and I have seen it and probably would watch it if it was on TBS with commercials. My problem with Sweet Home Alabama and with movies as this just like this, is that I I hate movies. I really, really hate movies when there's a lie that could easily just solve everything oh yeah somebody yeah, is yeah. it like that much like a jump scare it extremely stresses me out because you know that it's going to be found out and that's like the whole like 10 they or um how to lose a guy in 10 thing in 10 days i like the first part of it i'm like oh this is kind of sweet they're falling in love and then there's another part where they're sort of falling in love but any of the like hijinks i i hate that like i i hate it it annoys me because i'm like just tell them and they would be fine like people aren't that irrational just tell them that you're like from a poor town in alabama and you're not like you know you don't own a plantation or whatever it irritates me so sweet home alabama again is a movie that i watch but uh don't fully enjoy colian i am not disparaging your i i enjoy it it just is that was why it was not my choice it, it was a movie where we were like is josh lucas a thing is he hot that's what it did for us is it got us josh lucas and whatever else he did after that i mean i don't really know i mean josh lucas to me is hot i don't actually i think i think he's very tall and much in the josh dumel kind of sense of is he hot or is he tall oh no i think josh dumel's I do too, but but it, for sure. But like both of them, I have a lot of height, so yep. I'm like, okay, like if you were five eight, would I still think you were hot? Probably, but like less so maybe. But um, yeah, no, he that was like his that was his peak. Like he, there's yep. been nothing since that. Okay, uh, sorry, Mary. that's all right. I'll just this carry was, on. This is very important discussion. Uh, Andrea says for Mississippi crimes of the heart and Mississippi burning makes sense. And for Louisiana man in the moon, mm-hmm. um, that's another Reese. Um, yeah. Um, and I remember seeing that movie in the theater and, um, what, I don't remember. Is it Jason London? I think it's Jason. That's in that one. They're twins. I can't remember, but I think it was Jason. And when I'm sorry, spoiler alert, when he dies, I like <gasps> lost my mind. I was like, I mean, I must have been in seventh grade or something. So feeling things very <laughs> deeply. Yeah, I bawled. It was a, it was a coming of age uh, movie for me. I I do not like 
actor twins <laughs> come, yeah. come on the scene at the same time because then I will never in my life be able to tell no, them apart. Very, because, and they always do like similar projects like uh, uh, um, Sean Ashmore and Aaron Ashmore. Yes. I cannot tell them apart. I'm like, which one is he again? <laughs> Come you don't again? need to be able to no. tell them apart. No. It's fine. But my brain wants to. <laughs> I know. I know. I also wonder if, if um, Reese Witherspoon is like contractually obligated to be in like every other Southern movie. I know. Because they're like, she can do the accent. Just like let her. She can roll mm-hmm. with us. It's fine. She's charming. Yeah. Uh, Bobby says, bad lieutenant, port of call, <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> Just had to get it in. Yep. Uh, John says, for atmosphere, I love passion fish, Mary McDonald and... Apri Woodard. Okay. Uh, not sure if I remember the story, but fell in love with the location. I haven't That's seen it. That's pretty much the point, so maybe we should watch those. No. Uh, Amy says Mystery Train, which I'm guessing is Memphis-based. I think so. I Based on what she said after that. Yeah. But Tennessee was not one of the options. No, Amy. true. Get out of well, here. I didn't. I made that up, so maybe that's, maybe that's not true. No, it is a CD hotel in Memphis, Tennessee. Amy, okay. come on. <laughs> <laughs> Read the prompt. Uh, Dorothy says water boy. (laughs) Um, Carolyn wrote us a really long thing that I'm not going to read the whole thing, but, um, hard target is one of the choices. (laughs) Nothing wrong. I don't know that I've ever seen a Van Damme film. Van Van Damme. The only one I've seen is Time Cop and I love Time Cop because I like, um, time travel movies, but. I mean, it's really, it's mm -hmm. all right there in the title. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's Time Cop. Um, Belzer the Cajun. Oh. Am I saying that right? Belzer. Um, the Beyond, a 1980s era Italian giallo horror film, film set in New Orleans. There's so many words in here. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what are words? I don't know. Uh, Caddo Lake. Oh. Um, low budget filmmaker Andy Sedaris made a few movies using Shreveport, Bossier City and Cato Lake as backdrop. Bozier, sorry. Bozier. Yeah, thank you. None of the movies are good, but you do feel bad for the women in those films as the budget cuts <laughs> seem to have fallen in the wardrobe department. <laughs> well, that happens. <laughs> yes. And then uh and then Carolyn says uh Mendingo? Is that I think that's right. Yeah. I don't even know. I've never heard of it. So I need to look that up. It's a story about slavery, which is really exploitative and very hard to watch. I don't actually recommend it because it borderlines on vulgar. The reason I find it noteworthy is for a scene that's not in the movie. Edwin Edwards is a governor at the time and was invited by the filmmakers to have a cameo in the film as one of the slave owners Ooh. at a poker game. Ugh. Legend has it he was on the set ready to film before his staff was able to persuade him it would be a poor idea <laughs> in 1975. You think? Oh, that's a fun bit of trivia yes it is if you ever watch that one uh chelsea says a time to kill yes yes definitely charles mississippi burning another vote for that one uh daniel says it's 1941's the little foxes for me a wealthy family scheme and a wealthy wealthy family scheme and bicker over investing in a money making venture in a turn of the century alabama it's smartly written by lillian hellman with sharp dialogue a malicious heart and has some fine performances especially patricia damn it (laughs) c-o-l-l-i-n-g-e uh it's one of those films i tend to watch whenever i find it on that That, sounds really really good yeah yeah that sounds really i was just listening because it i think it stars um betty davis um and i was just listening to a podcast about all about eve which i have seen and it is a all about eve 
highly recommend. It's a extremely good, yeah, a good one. well written, rewatchable uh, movie, and anything she stars in, it's it's sort of like sassy and fun. So I'd be interested. Also starring Charles Dingle. I mean, like, the studio didn't make him change his name? Yeah. I know. Dingle? Dingle? <laughs> Come on. That's what our, our longest-running senator is named John Dingle. Oh, yeah. He's a cool guy, despite that yeah. terrible name. Yeah. And, and his, his wife, wife right? Yeah. Filled his spot. Yep. Yeah. And she's pretty great. Uh, Daniel also adds, and this pops into my head for Louisiana, Interview with the Vampire. I didn't uh, even think about that, of course. I, I didn't either. And that was like a movie that was in the height of my uh, ill-fated Tom Cruise obsession, which is oh, weird. Yeah. And I remember bought, like we pre uh, two movies. I pre-bought tickets for that and Far and Away. Um, and oh, we went. No. <laughs> I know. Like, wow. why did I pre-buy the tickets for that? And I, again, was probably in like seventh to ninth grade and I was so excited by interview with the vampire which I honestly kind of want to see again because I don't I think I was like I don't really get it like I was it was not I mean I was just a little bit too young or kind of I don't remember what the story was no I saw it too but I don't remember and I think now you know people find it very like um homoerotic homoerotic, and I don't think I kind of got that at the time so I would like to rewatch it now Brad Pitt was very mopey, which in yes. fairness to him, Louis was a very mopey character, but you have to be mopey and interesting. Although I guess just mopey and pretty would and pale. suffice. Yes. Pale. Tom Cruise should never be blonde, though. Oof. No. That's no. not good looks good. there. But then, what, was Antonio Banderas in that I think so, too? yeah. Oh, he was so sexy. It was a star-studded, and then a little baby... Um, Kirsten was in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was terrifying. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was. She actually, she was a good little, like, kid actress. Like, she yep. did a good job. I mean, even in, like, Little Women, she's such a brat that you're like, oh, yeah, I buy it. Amy sucks. I mean, I like Amy, <laughs> but Amy sucks as a little kid. Anyway. That's the mail. Thanks, y'all. Yes, another question. Incoming in a little while. Let's go to some <laughs> medium talk. Um... I don't know. How did we decide on this topic, guys? <laughs> well, what I think we, we do. <laughs> I don't know. What should we do? I think it started with Steel Magnolias, right? Yeah. That's yes. true. After last week's show, when we talked extensively about Steel Magnolias, and I believe what Bobby said was it started as soon as Hillary referred to herself as the Clary with the Weezer rising. <laughs> yeah. And... He immediately needed to find uh, an instrument, a scientific instrument, to determine which Steel Magnolia's character you really were, Hillary, and I assume all the rest of us as well. So he Mm. just popped that into our chat, and some of us did end up taking it. And uh, that got us thinking about quizzes, and a lot of us have listened to other shows, (laughs) show, that used to do possibly still does i don't know a lot of um questionable quizzes and they were real tedious and we thought what if we could do a quiz show that was fun yeah and so here we are we looked i believe i googled best quizzes on the internet (laughs) which always (laughs) brings up the best (laughs) the best results I mean, it's that SEO is working for me right there, baby. But Hillary, why don't you start us off with the the uh, quiz that began it all? All right. This is the Steel Magnolias character. Which Steel Magnolia character are you? Um, and I would say in going through this quiz, now we all pre-took the quiz because um, 
you know. Right. We're not we didn't gonna... want to do it on the show. No, no, because no, no, no. we thought that might be tedious. And and I would say with these, like uh, with a bunch of them, you could cut. Well, you could definitely tell who um, Anel was. Like uh, the Anel answers are always like, "I love Jesus," or like, "I don't mm-hmm. think that you should drink," or whatever. <laughs> like that, you always knew. And it's like, well, I don't want to be Anel, so I'm not going to guess those. Um, do you think I should just give my answer? Should we just all give our answers. Do you want me to run through the? Um, the questions really quickly or? i think we should run through the questions yeah. but i don't necessarily know that i remember all the individual answers yeah i don't know no, no, no. okay so, no 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 we don't have to do this okay so i'm gonna start off with these questions and just briefly get it we don't really even have to answer it but we can just then go through what we got so first question is what is your opinion of melin's husband drum um <laughs> he has a good heart he's a good guy but also annoying i don't have an opinion i can't stand him is I know there a, an E great mustache? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what insult would you use? You're a pig from hell. You are a boil on the butt of humanity. You got a reindeer up your butt or you are evil and you must be destroyed. I love that one so much. I honestly uh, can't remember what I said for that because they're all good. They're all good. I think I said reindeer because that one made me laugh. <laughs> um your sense of humor what's your sense of humor like dark sarcastic ironic hilarious with this one i kind of wanted it to be like all of them like mm-hmm. I, I feel like i'm kind of not one how do you feel about men the most horrible <laughs> that's the a most, big question <laughs> you guys the most horrible creatures honey they will ruin your life mark my words i mean true, true. um most men are deadbeats most men are frustrating most true. men are sweet true mm-hmm. Um, the older you get, the wiser you get, the sillier, sillier you get, the uglier you get, the more religious you get. Okay, relax. Um, can people change? I think so. No, but people can learn. I'm not sure it might be possible. People are who they are. That was actually the most insightful question the whole thing because I think about that all the time. Like, mm, can people change? I don't, I tend to... My, I remember mine was, I'm not sure it might be possible. Like, I've never really seen it happen, but maybe. Um, I think you can. Yes. I think, I think, I mean, honestly, you have to want to, though, right? Yes, exactly. That's the exactly. whole point. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's the key, because you can't force somebody to change. Um, do you tuck your shirt in? See, the, <laughs> the gamut. <laughs> yes, it's in style. No, I prefer to be comfortable. It depends on the day. When the outfit calls for it, I will. <laughs> what would you rather have? Really good and really bad days rather than a lifetime of blah. A few good friends rather than a bunch of mediocre ones. A one-armed paper hanger rather than no paper hanger. I don't... Like a hanger? Like a like a dry cleaner hanger? Is that No, like I, a wall... A person who puts wallpaper up. Oh, a one-armed paper hanger. Uh, okay. I don't know. I did not understand that. I'm not, okay. Wallpaper isn't really so much of a thing as <laughs> no, it used to be. No. No. Um, the whole point is it's mighty hard to do it without two hands. Yes. yes. Uh, a pure restricted life rather than a fun uninhibited one. Um, That's a weird it's choice. very weird. Time marches on and eventually you realize it's marching across your face. <laughs> <laughs> life also marches on whether we want it to or not. Eventually the rapture will come. <laughs> Love also marches on. <laughs> Um, the only reason people are nice to you is because I am richer than God. God I wish <laughs> I'm nice to them. I've earned their respect. They feel bad for me. 
Um, are you crafty? Ugh, no. I make my own clothes. Yes, I love DIY projects. I can fix anything that breaks. I decorate my home. Does that count? I honestly wanted it there to be like, no. Like, just no uh, None of the above. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you listen to your parents? I'm an adult. I make my own decisions. I used to, but not anymore. Uh, they're not in the picture. I've been independent for a long time. Mm. I don't understand how two and four are mutually exclusive yes. like I used to but I don't anymore and I've been independent for a very long time both of those okay. can be true yeah I mean the science behind this and you just don't understand the science behind this sorry that's true that's really true the mythology. My, my small brain can't handle this <laughs> why should you smile it's good for you it increases your face value if you don't you look cranky faking it till you make it work sometimes <laughs> I like the caveat there. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. But there was no option for it because somebody said something funny. That's yes. what I was looking for. I know. For. You're like, because there was reason to. Yeah. Um, do you like to gossip? <laughs> like it. I love it. I mean, obviously, guys, you know the answer to mine. I try not to, but I can't help myself. I mean, that's sort of also my answer, but I really do love it. Um, anyways, anyone who says they don't like to gossip is lying. Uh, gossiping is a sin. Okay, Anel. Um <laughs> What do you do if somebody st- somebody starts crying in your presence? I start crying too. No one should have to cry alone. I try to remove myself from the situation as quickly as possible. I offer to pray for them. I give them a hug and ask how I can help. How do you feel about alcohol? It's sinful. It's good for you in moderation. It makes for a fun time. <laughs> I don't drink much. <laughs> How's your love life? I gave up on love. It couldn't be better. It's about as good as it can be. Things are a bit strained at the moment. Do you Oof. want kids? Yeah, no. We're, do you want kids? No, parenthood is not for me. I might eventually. Sure, kids are a part of my life. Yes, there's nothing I want more. See, I wanted one that was a little bit more like, I have kids, but like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Too late. I know. Oops. <laughs> What's the return policy? <laughs> no, I'm kind of over this. Um, are you religious? Yes. Yes, but mainly for the sake of tradition. I don't really think about it much. No. Um, are you open about your feelings? I openly express my anger and dis- dissatisfaction. I mean, this week I do. Um, I try to be sure, but no one wants to hear about my feelings. Honesty is the best policy. Um, how would your friends describe you? A beautiful soul. <laughs> I hope nobody mm. ever describes me like that. Uptight, considerate, an evil, ugly witch. <laughs> I hope to aim for that. I hope my friends would describe me as considerate, but I'm really scared they would describe me as uptight. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, no. Uh, yeah. How old do you have to be to have a past? Anyone can have a past. A teenager in your 20s. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Are you sassy? No, sometimes, yes, rarely. How do you handle conflict? I subtly change the topic. That is my mom's, like, she's so good at doing that. And I am, like, envious of it because all of a sudden we'll be talking about something else. I'm like, how did she do that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I end conflicts. Conflict is a sin, so I avoid it. Conflict makes me upset, but I work through it. That's me. Uh, do you use hand gestures when speaking? Yes, my hands are always moving. I'm not sure. I've never noticed. I only use them when needed for emphasis. Uh, does the sign of the cross count? Okay. Uh, how are your social skills? I'm still trying to figure out where I fit in. I've been told I'm inappropriate. 
I'm a social butterfly. Everyone loves me. I don't know, but it doesn't matter much to me. Are you romantic? Um, yes, but romance has been missing from my life for a while. No, not really. Romance is a sin out of marriage. <laughs> I'm a sucker for romance. I'm sure everybody in this answered that. That was yeah, That's what we sure. answered, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a sucker for romance. I'm not the romance type. See, I that one is like, I'm like, I feel like you can kind of think romance is dorky, but also like sometimes like it. I don't know. I fall for it in like movies and shows. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. Like sure. I'm always like, oh, no, 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 no. Kiss, but I don't kiss, like kiss. require that sort of stuff in my day to day. No, exactly. You're like, oh, too much. Yeah, no, um, I would have died if anybody had done a promposal for me. Oh, or something. my no. god, absolutely not. That's so embarrassing, especially if it's not a good one. Like you're like, oh, god, and they like misspell something. You're like I'm so embarrassed, especially yeah. if it's somebody you don't want to go to prom with. Yeah, you're like, no. Um, <laughs> but thanks for putting in weeks of work. Um, who are you in a crisis? The one who fixes things, the one in crisis, the one chatting in coherent orders, the confused one who just gets in the way. Oh, my God. I really like I'm not the one in the crisis, but I'm definitely the one chatting in coherent orders. <laughs> I really like, That is my answer. <laughs> How would you describe your fashion sense? Very pink, practical, conservative and traditional, colorful and unique. Uh, how do you feel about the color pink? Pink is my signature color. Ugh. Yuck. It's a nice color. Pink is as nice a color as any. Uh, and that is the end of that. That one is like a weirdly long one. I feel like that's that like the long. longest one like that we had to do, which is odd. Um, I will go first. I was wrong about who I was. You're not a Clary? Mm. No, I'm not. And I, I should have guessed this because I like kind of put her out of my head. Even though she's a wonderful person, she donates books to all the children in Tennessee. <laughs> she, you know, gave money to the Moderna vaccine, I she's think. She's the best. I know. I'm Truvy slash Aww. Dolly Parton, which is fine. That's I, I'm actually okay with that because it's like yeah. she's kind of a loud mouth, but she has a heart of gold. So yeah, yeah read, read the thing. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I have it in my. All right. Like Truvy, you always have a big smile on your face and a piece of advice handy for anyone you encounter. <laughs> you care deeply about the welfare of those close to you and you do anything to help them. Your fashion sense is fun and quirky, which matches your one-of-a-kind personality. A truly independent, successful person, you aren't afraid to unleash your sass as needed. I feel like that's pretty, that that's pretty good. good. Yeah. 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 You have a fanny pack. <laughs> I do. Um, by the way, at work the other day, I was walking and there's a new guy that started in like the past couple months and he's nice. I don't really deal with him that much, but he was like, I like your fanny pack. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what I know. What compliment like, is that? I know. I'm like kind of trying to explain myself. Like it re- like, I like it because it like doesn't hurt my neck. like carrying, you know, a purse around or whatever. And he was like, no, it's your thing. I like it. And I was like, well, thank you so much. I really, I still have it. one in my shopping cart. In the Athleta app that I haven't pulled the trigger on for like Truly, three months. I get so excited when I'm like at HEB or Target or whatever. And I'm like, oh shit, where's my purse? And I'm like, oh, that's because I don't feel it. It's just wrapped around my like, my <laughs> stomach. This is great. Like, it's just right here. I love it. I so, should just buy the damn yeah, thing. No, it's great. I, I approve. Okay, what did y'all get? Um, I am Shelby. Oh. Wow. Yes. So the blurb for Shelby is, um, like Shelby, you're friendly and easy to get along with in a big crowd. People enjoy your company and your smile lights up even the darkest of rooms. Mm-hmm, I love that. You believe that you can do anything you want, even if it goes against reason and advice. <laughs> true. Happiness and love are the most important parts of your life. Also true. Aww. Aww. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't have diabetes, though. <laughs> but you are married to someone who does. I'm diabetic, diabetes adjacent. <laughs> you <yeah>. are. You <laughs> are. <laughs> I never would have pegged you for that, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like okay. it, too. Well, I was pretty sure exactly what I was going to get before I took <laughs> this. I am Weezer Boudreaux. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Uh, well, you know what? She has a heart of gold, but you know, she just doesn't want to hear what it. that blurb yeah. is. Like Weezer, you're the straight shooter of your friend group. Keeping your thoughts to yourself is not one of your strong suits. You're quick-witted and always ready to go on the offensive with a fast insult. While your brutal honesty and cynical outlook can rub some people the wrong way, your friends love you for who you are, dirty mind and all. Oh. oh. Uh, dirty mind. Well, well. I don't know. <laughs> I totally agreed until it got to the dirty mind part. Listen. Anne can have a dirty mind. Well, I know, but that's not like a primary feature yes, of your I personality. <laughs> that's why it takes people off guard when I get dirty. Mm-hmm. But I oh. would say that I, um, I am much more like Weezer as I get older than I was when I was younger. Like I yeah. never used to share my thoughts or anything. And I don't, I would say I'm honest, but not brutally honest. No, 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 you're not. But you are you're honest. Not. Yeah. But I am cynical. So there we mm-hmm. go. Well, I guess, well, we know Christy posted her results. She is also a Truvy. Oh, see, Christy and I are That's sort of nice. soul sisters. So mm-hmm. we'll yeah. But I don't know. Who do we think Bobby is? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's more of a Clary because he's sort of like the, you know, I can see him being like a, a mayor or mayor spouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like going to official events for things. And getting along with everybody and kind of smoothing the rough edges of social situations down. Oh, he's very good at that. And he wears a tux. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Perfect. Very good. All right. Well, that was quiz number one. I think that was very important to (laughs) really establish. Establish that. Well, the next one from the quizzes on the internet that aren't bullshit article that I found in Esquire. I think was entitled how would you do on a police procedural and we got real excited about this one did we not yes yeah yes and I wasn't quite sure what that meant other than maybe if you were a suspect how well would you do in the interrogation so we merrily took this quiz and it was not what I expected it to no, be. No, no. I thought I was taking the wrong quiz or I clicked a link that wasn't correct or <laughs> I something. Do. I do. I did too. I checked it like three times to make sure that I was on the right thing. But it's called, it's an inkblot test. It's called the Harrower Erickson Multiple Choice Rorschach Test. I've never taken a true Rorschach test before. Me neither. And it's a little bit um, modified um, because typically... Rorschach tests are kind of like free text answers. Yeah. You know, you just, I think that looks yeah, like you describe an elephant what, with a whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But you can't standardize a test like that very well. So I think what they did was they went through and gave it to a whole bunch of people and then compi- compiled the most common answers. And so it was a multiple choice Rorschach test. And multiple, multiple choice. You yes. have two. You have two columns. You can say it primary, primarily looks like this, and secondarily looks like that. 
So I can't even imagine the like that gives me hives as a statistician of like how to score that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I <clears throat> I don't know, but I guess Mo- Molly Harrower Erickson uh in her um published paper Large Scale Rorschach Techniques, a manual for the group Rorschach and multiple choice test. And I assume she did her work. Right, 1945, so there's probably not code that I can use to (laughs) replicate anything. Well, interestingly, uh, what it says in the blurb, it was developed during World War II for the large-scale screening of U.S. military personnel, the first work on the MCR, report of impressive predictive power. However, later work indicates that scores from the MCR have little value and the test does not appear to have been used for much for the last 50 years. The test is provided here just as a historical curiosity. Oh, I was curious. Yes. Hmm. I'm looking at the paper from JAMA from 1951 and it references a citizen's handbook of sexual abnormalities and the mental hygiene approach to their prevention Ooh. it's hard to read because it's all blurry old yeah. text um and it was by uh commissioned by the state of michigan oh wow there you go well so i'm gonna have to read this <laughs> i don't know how we're going to go through this because it is in fact just a bunch of ink blots so <clears throat> we'll just have to strip or skip straight to the results i think is that one. some sort of Freudian slip right there that you just did? Uh, we'll just have to strip right to the... I don't remember any sexy images. Well, no, there were definitely... for yourself. There were definitely oh, well. some that I was like, you know, that looks like a... There was one that like maybe vaguely looked like a penis and one that like vaguely just looked like... See, a, I just thought they all looked like bats. I did yeah. too. Yes. Well, okay. Yes. Okay. Go. Yes. Go. All right. Well, okay. Okay. So it looks like the results came through on a 10 point scale. It was how, uh, how many answers you selected that are commonly given by individuals with some psychological disturbance, (laughs) (laughs) whatever that means. And this test used four or more poor answers as the criteria for a cognitively disturbed individual. Okay. So out of 10, I scored two. So I had two answers that are given by individuals with some psychological disturbance. (laughs) So I think what they decided was that if you scored four or higher, that you were kicked out of the army, I guess that you were disturbed. So I'm, I'm okay. I am, and and it looks like I'm right in the mean there, yeah. sort of. You, of you this particular, like, I was going to say that's like the highest distribution. It seems yeah. that people have looks like twenty one point three percent of people. Yeah, it, no, twenty. No. It's Seven, about 20, eight. 28, maybe? 20, 28, 29 Well, I was looking before. It said the majority, seventy eight point seven percent, did not meet. So that would be cut off four or below or three or below, right? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. I see how it goes. Yep. So I, I'm, um, I'm not cognitively disturbed, guys. Nice. Psychologically disturbed. How about you, Hillary? I'm disturbed. Oh no! <laughs> it was the one that looked like a penis, wasn't it? Oh no! I'm disturbed. Okay, so. 
to set it up, I took this and I think my work computer did not like that there was like a survey question at the end of it. And so it kept like not letting me complete and get my answers. So I my kept, brain I, didn't like that either. Just fair warning. This has some dumb survey. Jumps yes. You where you can kind of get just, your results. And you can my, just lie. You can't. And I just like it wouldn't complete the survey. So I kept having to take it. And this one is like sort of frustrating to take over and over again because you're like my brain because it, it gives you these prompts like memorize this which stresses me out where I'm like okay I have to memorize it like what does it look like again and again so it's you like, don't really have to memorize no, it you, you just have to kind of like you don't okay, I'm just, what does it look like I'm just a like very obedient person so when somebody mm-hmm. tells me to memorize something I'm like okay I'll memorize it anyway so I took it a number of times um and so I think by the end I was like Ugh, whatever like what did I answer before I don't even remember now so <laughs> Your score is a six of ten. Wow. <laughs> Hillary. Oh, Hillary, you are not going to be in the military. <laughs> no, I am not. I just love, it's just, it's so creepy. Your score is six of ten, meaning you selected six answers that are commonly given by individuals with some psychological disturbance. <laughs> um, anyway, so I don't know, guys. I don't know. I, I think I'm a trustworthy person, but maybe I have some psychological disturbance somewhere. We'll, we'll just keep you away from the knives. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that was mine. Well, I was worried I was going to be the worst, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I got a five. Oh, sure. So okay, I am well. disturbed, but I'm not as messed up as Hillary. I know. So I'm that really makes, fucked That up. gives me a little bit of comfort. Um, so, so are you saying like um, Hillary's Dr. Frankenstein, but you're Igor? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. I can be the disturbed like assistant. I know. What if I'm secretly like the, the psychotic protege? person of this? Of this Secretly? Uh, no. <laughs> now I'm openly no, I'm psychotic. <laughs> That was fun. I've always been curious about Rorschach tests, and I guess I always kind of thought they were bullshit. Um, well, so what always reminds me of, okay, so I made like a little bit of history in high school. I made good grades. Like I was in AP classes. I mean, it wasn't like I was the top of my class, but I like did well in high school. But I remember in seventh grade, um, it was time to take, it was called explorations. I think that was the sort of the tag of our school. And it was like, you know, take the test or whatever and I made good grades so they let me take the test and I it was like there were I don't know nine empty boxes and I don't even remember it was just like fill out like draw something in there and I think you were supposed to be like super creative with it and you know I think I drew houses and every single one of them like la 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 you know just sort of the most simplistic thing that you could do because I don't do like theory well I do facts well and that's how I feel when I take a Rorschach test is like I just feel sort of dumb when I look at it because I'm like am I supposed to be seeing something that is not an ink like is not a bat like that's I what I'm that's seeing overthinking it a I, totally bit, well right? that is that's yeah hello welcome to my world is me overthinking well, yeah. something <laughs> um so I'm like no I see a butterfly or I see like plants or something mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think traditionally, yeah, like Anne was saying, this is supposed to be administered by like your therapist yeah. and they are supposed to interpret it. And and it's it's must be so based on the therapist, right? Like so subjective, so based on their training and their biases and it it just it seems so rife with like error and right. yeah. and yeah. that I can't I can, put any faith in this at all. I can see it being used as kind of a tool to lead into discussion 
Mm-hmm. Like if the your therapist says to you, what do you see in this? And you say, oh, I see a clown being run over by a <laughs> Mack truck. Then maybe that gives the therapist an avenue of conversation to pursue with you. Sure. Like it's not really about what the ink blot is. It's what's living down in the depths of your consciousness that comes bubbling up. I'm sure that's the point. Like if every single right. answer is like, that's me murdering my parents with a butcher knife. <laughs> like, okay, let's work on something. Let's, let's explore that. Yeah. Like I can see that. But for like, we just look, you know, it's it's either a bearskin rug or it's a bat. Like, I don't think that really means anything. <laughs> yeah. And, and to try to um, fit this to a multiple choice I was a fool's errand as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah for sure. Nice try, Molly Harrower nice Erickson. Nice try. <laughs> but we're still taking from it that Hillary does have psychological, psychological disturbance. She's the most disturbed of all of us. On this I mean, recording, anyway. Yes. We, need to he- we need to hear back from Christy and Bobby. It's I true. Know. I need yep. them to take it. Yep. And all of you as well. You guys all need to take these. We're yeah. going to link them. Yeah, um, yep. Okay, let's move on to something way more serious, which is, what's your dream job? (laughs) Now, this is a highly scientific uh, test posted on Quizly.co, and a lot of them are pictures, so I'm not going to go through the responses because they won't make a lot of sense, but I will read the questions um, just so you can get a sense of what they are getting at. those pictures so that, were mean, by the way. Some yes. of them, they were dumb. I, this is this is dumb. You know, um, do, do would you rather wake up every day to the beautiful windswept cliffs? And I was like, yeah, that looks pretty good. And then you scroll down and it's like tropical paradise. Yes. I was like, like, well, yeah, that looks good, too. It's one of yep. those like thatch huts on the water. And, what and is you're it like, supposed yes! to say about you and your job? Like nothing. OK, so what do you consider the, to be the most important quality in a person? Uh, I guess I'll read the ones that are words. So accountability, humility, positivity, honesty, loyalty, or none of these. Um, The next one is pick a place to visit. USA, Mm. Australia, Bali, Scotland, South Korea. Can I go to all of them? I know. Yeah, I want to go to all of those places. Maybe not South Korea because I don't know. I've been to the U.S., yeah, I w- you're right. I I am <laughs> wary of visiting Asia just because I am a huge lady. <laughs> you're like, Hello. yeah. I don't think you and I would fit there very well. <laughs> no, and I don't want to stand out. Yes. and it would be unavoidable yes. to stand out enough as it is here. Yeah, I have a very average heighted friend who who did her honeymoon in Japan, and she said she stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't think I'd do well there. Um, what's your favorite genre of music? So we've got pop, metal, funk, EDM, and rock, which is a weird, yes, I know, limiting Classical? selection. Like Hello? none of these is a response. So, <laughs> yeah. um, pick a sport you enjoy the most. And I, I've taken this several times, and I get angry every time I come across this question because the responses are so. First of all, what are they talking about? You doing the sport or watching the sport? Well, that's what or... I was wondering because I was like. I guess tennis but because i like yeah. to watch tennis but like i don't play tennis I mean, so that, yeah, yeah it's bowling swimming basketball cycling or tennis like i of all those things i guess i bike more so i think i chose cycling but like i don't know i like to watch swimming on the olympics yeah this is where bobby pulls out his card from his wallet that is bowling, bowling a sport. is a sport like can it even be included in this yep well it was in this highly scientific quiz true quizly uh, they know what they're talking about yep and then the mo the best question i've ever seen in a quiz is pick a number 
responses are 29, 16, <laughs> 8, 597, 124, or none of these. If none of those numbers tickle your fancy. <laughs> You know, Whatever. I'm kind of ashamed to say I spent a long time thinking about um, the answer. <laughs> as did I. <laughs> I don't remember what I picked. Probably something different every time. Um, pick a snack. So we've got potato chips, energy bars, cookies, nachos, or cereal. Nachos, I think I've chosen nachos every single time. Even though those nachos look gross. That's the problem. A little packet of the yeah, nacho cheese on top. Yuck. It looks yeah. like it has plastic on the covering it, and it's gross, but... If you make nachos the way I make nachos, then it's definitely nachos. nachos. Yeah. Um, what is most important to you? Happiness, family, money, sex, fame. None of these. Some of them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> A little bit of all of them. I think I said happiness because like, I don't yeah. know. Seems... Right. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite pastime? Painting, playing video games, dancing, reading, or sports or none of these? I said none of those because I'm like, um, watching TV. Where's watching TV? Yeah, where's, where's watching TV and scrolling on your phone? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I've probably spent, I don't know, I've probably spent more time playing video games than any of those things. Or, well, probably reading, hopefully reading. It's not bad for me. <laughs> Let's hope. Um, okay, so then this one I can't describe, but which view would you like to wake up to? And then there's several beautiful pictures that I mean, would all be lovely. Yeah. Uh, one of them is a pier out on the water and... Um, I have a dream of, uh, staying in one of those like huts that are, yes. gl- that have glass yes. floor over the oh, water. Yes. I don't think yes. that's what this is, but that's what it reminds me of. And those are so hard to find. Ugh. I've looked for the honeymoon and like, they're all closed right now like and they're all in Bali or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to go really, really far away. It's like, why can't Hawaii do that? Come on. I you know guys. you would think that would be able to do that. Like somewhere in Hawaii, they have the water or it like Aruba like... or yeah. maybe it's too like, wait, maybe there's too much waves. Yeah. The water has to be super placid yeah. or something. Um, choose your favorite beverage, milk, Coke, champagne, a cocktail or juice champagne. That's now I, I picked Coke. I of hope course. this was okay. No, yeah. It's not Diet Coke. I think it extends. Okay, that's kind of what I was hoping. Now, this one made me angry. Um, If you could only have one dish for the rest of your life, what would you pick? And the choices are fish and chips, chow mein, lasagna, steak, (laughs) and they say (laughs) agio olio, which is not what that is. It's pasta with olive oil and garlic. Um, So three of these are (laughs) pasta-based. As I mentioned, I'm diabetic adjacent so i can't i just can't even think about those anymore uh we don't have pasta in this house so i guess steak i chose fish and chips because i love french fries so much so if it's like for the rest of my life i like cod fine i guess but i like french fries so i was like oh i guess that's just what i'm choosing i don't love pasta so that's mm-hmm. you know off the i don't table. have a gallbladder so fried things are out for oh, me. right right I picked lasagna because I think I could eat that for a long time before I got sick of it. Yeah. Well, I think and there's a lot of too. different options in lasagna. I mean, meaning like you've got the tomato, you got the cheese, you've got the pasta yeah, portion. Yeah, it's pretty well balanced. Yes. The picture of steak has like a salad and some potatoes and a steak. And I was like, well, that's pretty well balanced. I think yeah. that's why I chose that. Yeah. But again, we're so responsible in our <laughs> quiz choices. I know. I'm like, well, I don't want a vitamin deficiency if I'm eating the same dish for the rest of my life. Uh, okay, pick a dessert. Ice cream, brownie, chocolate, fudge, cupcake, or none of these. Uh, fudge? What? How is yeah. fudge even included in this discussion? 
And what was that fudge? It was like Laffy Taffy. Like it was, it was. It looks like, yeah, it do, it looks like a now and later. It looks yeah. like an orange <laughs> now and later, like a creamsicle. Yes. I think Whoa. it was probably just to avoid having all of them be chocolate. Be chocolate. Yeah. Uh, I think I chose cupcake because I love cupcakes. I either chose chocolate or brownies. I can't remember. I was wavering between the two. Yeah. I think I went ice cream. Well, I'm turning into my mother. <laughs> mm. Uh, which of these words appeals to you the most? This sucks. Um, sundown, roller coaster, shoddy, growl, love. None of these. None of them was falafel. What? <laughs> we, just, we were ta- Meredith and I were talking about that. <laughs> falafel is. Such I had a falafel funny word. for dinner, and it mm, is such a good, good it's word. A good word. I think I said uh, love I think I, I said like, love too. It's I was like, like, I guess the only one that has a positive yeah. association. <laughs> I may have said roller coaster. No, roller coaster. <laughs> that was definitely my second. Where I was like, I mean, I like a roller coaster. So why would you pick sundown? That reminds me of like having like people with sundowning syndrome. That yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, actually, I may have picked that one. Oh no. <laughs> and then uh, okay, we're almost to the end here. Sorry, guys. I said I wasn't going to read the responses, and then I did. Uh, this one is. Pick a music band, fellow kids. Uh, yes. <laughs> those um, music bands. Those music bands. Um, I mean, not rubber bands. That would be no, different. No, music bands. And there's, so for illustration, there are two people cheersing their beer at an outdoor festival. <laughs> so you know what a music band is. Um, Queen, One Direction, The Beatles, Spice Girls, and Little Mix. What is I mean, that? It's an English. Yeah. Okay, so this yeah. is a British question. Yeah, I think it is. Yes. I think it is. Um, I chose Queen. It was tough because I love the Beatles, but I love Queen a lot, too. So I think I chose Queen. I did, too. I chose the Spice Girls because, you know, I have to live it up. I know. You you know, I could have picked, except I don't really, I like one One Direction song. I think Carrie Styles is very cute, but I'm not going to pick them. There is a Spice Girls song that was on VH1 when I was at the gym forever. Mm. Like two years, I swear. I'm giving you everything. everything. Oh, that song. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. I know it. Oh, that was a hell of a video, though. Yes, it was. That gives me flashbacks to whenever that was. I don't remember what year it was, but. Um, it was probably like 97, 98. Cause yeah, the, okay. It came out like my senior year, so it was roughly around Everything then. that was in top 40 between 1996 and 2000 is burned into my brain because that's when I worked in the restaurant and we had just like, like the pop station was on the radio yeah. all the time. And yeah. so it was like Rick D's and the weekly top 40 on the weekends. And otherwise it was just like Rob Thomas and it was smooth <laughs> Ooh, <boy>. constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. 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 Wine Pony. Dave and I have had a conversation about smooth, about how it has never left our lives like it's on the I hear it in the grocery store like almost constantly. almost every time Rob Thomas slash Santana have to do nothing for the rest of their lives of, because, based on that one song because it lives on forever and ever it just is like give me your heart make it like I will Stop. even like play like I'll record it if I'm in you know target of the grocery store and be like Dave guess what's on yeah <laughs> It was so good. I thought it was really, really good when it first came out. I was like, wow, this is great. This is yeah. really impressive. And then I was like, okay, I've, I've heard. I'm done. Okay, okay I'm guys, done. stop. Please, please. Like, if it. I was in Guantanamo, you could torture me with that song. <laughs> I think, God, it was either my junior year or my senior year in high school at Taco John's when I, the assistant manager in the mornings, uh, summer mornings, had the country station on. And yeah. it was... I don't know anything about country. Was it John Michael Montgomery? 
Is that song where he's the auctioneer? He's like, hey, pretty lady, would you give me oh, some? Oh, right, right. Do anything to make you mine, oh, mine. I'm like, oh, God. I know the words to that you know, country song. I feel like I was cursed having to listen to that, but I guess I should count my blessings that it wasn't country because that would have driven me crazy, I think. <laughs> God, I remember, I mean, this is totally going back into retail talk where you would have the, whatever they would pay for, we didn't have the radio stations, they would pay for whatever that program was where you could get it almost like serious but you would get subscription like based music. Yeah, yeah but it was mm-hmm. music but they would have stations that they would pay for and it but it would have no ads or like anything adult just, contemporary and i would okay you have the adult but then for from thanksgiving to new year you would have christmas and mm. the moment it changed i was like oh i will take a, i will take as much celine dion as you can give me right now like non-christmas uh, like yeah. celine dion because i cannot hear like rocking around the christmas tree one more time or i'm gonna blow my brains out please no yeah we didn't have to do that um because this was i worked in the kitchen so yeah. nobody could tell what we were listening to so <laughs> thankfully because they had that out in the dining room and thankfully i wasn't subjected to it oh god well, for us, it was even worse because we sold a handful of CDs, like oh, easy Lord. listening oh, yes. at the gift store. And we had a multi CD changer <laughs> player <laughs> that had it had it had a six CD changer plus like a separate CD slot. So you could put seven CDs in at a time. That was so high tech at some uh, point. And you that had so cool. If you were lucky, the CDs would be long enough that you would only have to listen to each of them once during a shift, and it was the same seven CDs. And if I ever, ever hear The Romance of Paris by David Wilson ever again, I will fall down dead. Not again! Years, years I listened to The Romance of Paris by David Wilson. I understand. I can't listen to Jewel without, you know, smelling French fry grease. <laughs> oh, well, I think Jewel's a bad songwriter. Oop, there, I said Agreed. it. I said it. Dave oh, Butler's. me and my boss used to make fun of her the whole time. Like, every time she would say some dumb lyric, we would, like, scream it at each other because she's not a good songwriter. <laughs> well, that reminds me of being a senior in high school and driving around to, like, the coffee shop or whatever. And that one song, not not the fast one, but the... Like, I can't make even some coffee. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I'd be like crying about some dumb boy that like was rude to me or whatever. And I'm like, Jewel's so deep. And I'm like, no, actually, she's terrible. No, she's it was not. the song about the hands. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. I'm looking at the lyrics nice. right now. My hands are small, I know, but they're not yours. They are my own. But they're not yours. They are my <laughs> oh, own. Yeah, really? Yes, they're your hands. Jesus. No one's disputing that fact. <laughs> Jewel. Oh, Jewel. Ugh. Dave loves Jewel. Jewel. He's going to be mad at me for saying that, but she used to Sorry, play at coffee shops in Boston, so he feels like a... Can, I don't Ownership. really think he actually likes her, but it's like how he feels about the bare naked ladies. Like he feels like he found them before they were actually a big thing. And I'm like, relax. They, whatever. I mean, They're, Ted Nugent lives here and I, yeah. I don't have any. I don't, don't claim, claim him. him. <laughs> <laughs> can, there's one Jewel song that I hate so much. Um... I put on my PJs and hop yes. into bed. Yes, that was I'm the so song. So happy and I'm oh so sad. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Shut up. Can Shut you up, imagine Jewel. teenage me and my, you know, like big old gay boss singing that in the kitchen to each other? You're like, uh. <laughs> Kurt. Oh, I love that guy. We used to talk about window treatments. That was. <laughs> 
<sighs> Those were the days. The um, days. We need to finish this quiz, you guys. Oh, right. right, right uh, I'm right. on the last question, which is, which of these is your favorite color? Pink, green, blue, purple, orange. None of these. And none of these is purple, which is kind of funny. Um, blue. I mean, I think I'm kind of a yeah. turquoise gal, but blue. Green is blue, definitely my favorite color. Why? I mean, no red, no yellow. I know. I yeah. know. Come on, do Roy G. Biv. Like, give us something. Brits. No. Well, so for whatever that's worth, um, uh, my results. Okay, so everyone has a dream job they should pursue. Here's yours. You got an astronaut. Whoa. Oh, wow. You are adventurous and highly intelligent. A desk-bound job is definitely not good enough for you. (laughs) (laughs) You enjoy exploring and discovering more about what is out there in this universe. That is why your dream job is to be an astronaut, so that you can take your adventures out of this world. That is so wrong. Everything about that is wrong. (laughs) You're like, no, I prefer to stay home, please. I am not highly intelligent, and I love my desk job. (laughs) (laughs) So what would you guys get? Hillary, um, I got a doctor. No, Me too. I, see, like, <gasps> which is, I, I thought the explanation of it was like okay, but I have zero desire to be a doctor. Like, so little desire to be a doctor because that scares me to have that much power. But you handle stressful and high pressure situations well, which I would say is mostly true. Yes, and you have the compassion to want to help others. Fine. Eh. I mean, like, on occasion, we can tell that you are always thinking about how to help those in need. You will do an amazing job as a doctor. You are smart and extremely responsible, making you an ideal doctor for any patient. Like, the reasoning behind it, fine. But that doesn't make me a good doctor. Like, They they don't talk anywhere about bodily fluids or secretions, which would be a deal breaker for me. I mean, I when I always say this when Rory cracked his head open and I saw the wound, I felt like Wilbur in Charlotte's Web, and I thought I was going to faint. Like I, my blood pressure immediately <laughs> dropped, and I was like, I have mm-hmm. to take to bed. Like I am, I can't. I deal really with do this. think that doctors. I mean, like they, I think they're paid appropriately. <laughs> like, yes, I, you know, they they are extremely hardworking, and, and depending on their specialty, like radiologists just sit in a basement and look at films like that's fine and pathologists look at slides but like if you're dealing with patients I think you should get paid a zillion dollars like Mm -hmm. it's so hard and they work you know it's it's physical and it's gross and it's demeaning and demanding and and there's all sorts of bureaucracy and all sorts of other garbage they have to deal with like they are the hardest working like rich people in the world I think yeah and I think most of them didn't get into it because they wanted to be rich because there are easier ways to be rich Unless you're an orthopedic surgeon, in which case, fuck off. Right. Well, I'm thinking maybe like uh, uh, those LASIK surgeons. Mm, I I think they don't take any uh, insurance. I think those are cash only. Yep. Those are private uh, corporations. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay, Meredith's going to be an astronaut. Hillary and I are going to be doctors. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that seems positive and we're excited. We're going to do Great. Well, all right. Let's go to the last quiz that we took, which I, I think is the most important one. Yes. Um, titled, Are You a Psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, test your psychopathic traits uh, from psychopath.channel4.com slash quizzes. The Euros <laughs> really, or the, the English really like a, like a quiz. Apparently. Yeah, they yeah. Yeah. Oh, so these tests were devised by Professor Kevin Dutton, University of Oxford. He's a best-selling author and an expert on the psychopathic personality. To visit his website, go to www.kevindutton.co.uk. 
follow him on twitter at prof kevin dutton (laughs) so you know that these are the real thing now his website's scary why why okay i gotta go Oh, it might have been just the way that my window was sized. So one of his eyeballs is right inside the O of psychology. It looks really weird. Oh, my God. He looks British. Yeah, he does. (laughs) He is the psychology guy. He is a research psychologist, best-selling author, and elite performance consultant. Oh. That means he's rich. Yes. I bet he goes by Dr. Kevin. 100%. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. A nice pocket square, though. But anyway, uh, psychopathy, psychopathy is a condition that causes people to display antisocial behavior, lack of empathy and remorse, and fearless dominance. Find out more. Uh, okay. Being psychopathic doesn't necessarily mean that you're a serial killer. Not all Patrick Bates. <laughs> well. Or even that you'll break the law. Actually, within the framework of clinical psychology, a psychopath is someone with a distinct cluster of personality traits, including ruthlessness, fearlessness, narcissism, charm, charisma, impulsivity, persuasiveness, manipulativeness, and a lack of conscience and empathy. So I think the point is that you can be a psychopath and not be a murderer. Right. Well, we'll see. All right, I forget. I took this test right away, so I don't remember uh, what it was like. Oh, read each of the following statements and rate how much you agree with each one. Try to be as honest as you can. So these are all run from disagree to agree. There are four points, I guess. So one, two, three, four, disagree, mostly disagree, mostly agree and agree or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They don't actually put any labels on that. We would call them Likert scale. Yeah. Okay. So the first question, one of 11, you rarely catch me making any plans. I'm far too spontaneous. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, I have to pick a, I I have to have to take it again. I did that with the job one, except I just chose a bunch of nonsense. So, which is what I'm going to do. Uh, question two, I'd have no problem cheating on my partner if I knew that I could get away with it. Oh, no. agree. <laughs> <laughs> God. Question number three, if I got a better offer, I wouldn't mind canceling longstanding plans. You know, that is no. one of Hell my mom's, no. well, that is one of my mom's like. You know, she was not one to like dole out wisdom or anything, but she was like, if you agree to plans with somebody, that's you, you have to honor the first plans. Yep. Like, that's just the way it is. Yeah. You have you to keep it. Yeah. Even yeah, if like, you get, you get a, a, an opportunity to fly to Los Angeles for your dream job interview, being yeah. a doctor and astronaut. Yes. <laughs> and it conflicts with your nephew's like second grade play. Too bad. You're going yeah. to the play. Yeah. You got to do it. It's just how it is. Yeah. Okay. I know how Meredith answered this one. Question four. I don't get bothered by seeing animals injured or in pain. (laughs) Oh, please. Give me a break. I can't even look at roadkill. I remember remember watching um, Princess Bride and when the like, um, whatever, the um, rodents of unusual Mm, size when he like stabs it, which he like needs to. Like, I mean, it's going to kill them. But But when it's making the noise, the like... Yeah. Noise. I'm like, ah, I don't like this. Hillary, it's a guy in a large rat costume. <laughs> I know, I know, but it made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Uh, R-O-U-S's? I don't think they exist. <laughs> Bear found a lightning bug yesterday, and I put it on a paper towel. And oh, put God. It on well, the you're waiting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We're saps. Uh, question five of 11. It would be fun to drive fast cars, ride roller coasters, and go skydiving. See, the two, two, two out of three. Yeah, yeah. two out of three. I so were, I think I gave that one like a maybe yeah. kind of response. Hmm. I would ride a roller coaster before I would go skydiving for sure. Yeah, I don't think. Oh, shoot. I went past it. But I don't think going on a roller coaster is nearly as um, dangerous as either of the other two. Well, no, and I've I've been in fast cars, and it's it's thrilling, but it's thrilling in a like deadly sort of way, where it's yes. like this is not you, you know I'm not immune to being murdered or, like or killed yes. right now. Like yeah. this is very dangerous in a lot of different ways. Like it could be bodily dangerous, or you could get reckless driving ticket, or you know, like there's a lot of potential consequences. It is fun, but it's not worth it. Yep, I'm just too scared, dying, the, well, the person driving losing control. None of them were my. Uh, choice. Oh, I would roller coaster all day. Me mm-hmm. too. Uh, question six. I think it's okay to step over other people to achieve my own ambitions. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm answering these, and I think I'm going to try and see what it says if I turn out to be a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> question seven. I'm very persuasive, and getting people to do what I want is a real talent of mine. Nope. No. I don't know. I never won any political elections for, like, class president or anything. See, Anne, I feel like you're persuasive in a different way, not in, like, a you're, like, fooling people or kind of trying to one over. You just used your, like, wit and intelligence to be like, this is the right way. Like, yeah, this I is actually the logic. Way. Yes. I have logic versus yeah. charisma. Yeah. So, but you that wouldn't work on people who are fact immune, right? Right. Yep. Yes. Um, question eight, my ability to make quick decisions means I would suit a dangerous job. Oh, no. Like astronaut? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Question number nine, when the people around me are crumbling under pressure, I'm usually the one with the cool head. Now I am definitely, I'm no Hillary. I kind of am too. (laughs) I always freak out. After the fact, when yes. everything is done and the endorphins are flooding out of my body, then that's when I'm like, oh, my God, what just happened? It what depends on the situation. But yeah, for yeah. sure. Let's see. Question number 10. If someone gets con, who cares? They're asking for it. <laughs> Rude. I mean, on occasion, I have felt that way. Not regularly, but when I'm like, mostly when I'm like, it was obvious. Like, um, I think with... Trump sometimes I'm like well you bought into what he said idiots well, like there was that whole thing where they went to make a donation and didn't realize that it was a recurring donation <laughs> yes right yeah. like, so every week to or his whatever dumb website giving, yeah <laughs> well in that case it's kind of it's kind of enjoyable but yes uh, I still don't yep. think that idiots yes. like should be taken advantage of yes with their money idiots. yeah because yeah. honestly it's it's not even well it is the poor people who are losing their money but it's, i just don't like people to get away with that no stuff. exactly yeah. exactly that doesn't mean the victims deserve it though. no yep. exactly question 11 of 11 
I'm rarely to blame for things going wrong. It's usually the fault of the people around me. I agree with that one. (laughs) Whatever. I blame myself for things that couldn't possibly be my fault. I know. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. I apologized for apologizing the other day. (laughs) I have to fill out these survey questions. Do you, do you guys think that my income is 150 to 200,000 pounds? <laughs> probably. I don't yes. Know. Probably. Yeah. I think, Should be. I think, let's see. We'll say I have a degree. What's my favorite news source? I said the Daily Guardian. Mail because I'm an asshole. The Times. What let's is a see. pound worth? 1.41 United yeah. States dollars. Yeah. Let's, the Financial Times is what I'm saying. Ooh. My favorite animal is a snake. Uh, or is it a piranha? <laughs> it's a piranha, obviously. My favorite music is jazz. No. £150,000 is $211,000. Oh, do you mm. think that's too low? I can go <laughs> yeah, you should bump it up. Okay, yeah. 200 plus. All right. Let's see what I get. Oh, my score. 85% is my place on the psychopathic spectrum. Oh, and bye. It doesn't say anything bad. No. Okay, so here's what it says. This is not my real score. This is what it said when I tried to end up with with a high on the psychopathic spectrum. On the 85%, you can play hardball with the best of them. (laughs) You know what you want and are not afraid to go for it, even if it means bending the rules occasionally and putting a few noses out of joint on the way. Nothing phases you. You are decisive, self-confident, and pretty much up for anything. You are a means-to-an-end person. For you, it's not necessarily a matter of right or wrong, but of what gets the job done. Bring it on is your mantra, but to help those around you keep their heads, you should learn some tricks to help you temper (laughs) your self-satisfying tendencies. You psychopath. <laughs> this is literally every asshole broker I've ever worked yeah. with. Like yeah. every single one. I'm like, they, that's how they must score. I'm hearing it's... some alarm bells too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else uh-huh. that I can think of. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. All right. Let me give my real answer. Yes. I scored 30% on the spectrum. Mm. You are warm and empathic with a heightened awareness of social responsibility and a strong sense of conscience. You like to carefully weigh up the pros and cons of a situation before you act and are generally averse to taking risks. Yes. You are very much a people person and dislike conflict. Do unto others are your watchwords. But although you avoid hurting others, those residing at the higher end of the psychopathic spectrum might not be as considerate. So stay vigilant to avoid being hurt unnecessarily. Well, so... I had I got um, twenty seven percent, which actually, you know, twenty seven is like my favorite number, so that's kind of exciting. Mm. But my explanation is the exact same thing as yours, so there mm. must be some like range of you know you right. get. To- well, we know the lower bound because you guys are awful. I am only six <laughs> percent. Wow. Psychopathic. And I have the same exact blurb. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, because I was going to say maybe like 20 to 30, but I guess. No, it must be like 50 and below. You get this (laughs) same thing. Warm and empathic. (laughs) Well, now, how does this work? Because Hillary did get six answers. I know. I know. On the psychological disturbance. It's almost like none of these mean anything. (laughs) No. I refuse to believe that. (laughs) This is my 
mantra. I'm going to I'm medical clicking, school. There's this link here that says read more about the psychopathic spectrum. And I'm clicking it and it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Dr. Kevin, get your site Dr. right. Dr. Kevin. Oh. oh, I get a pop up. You must have your pop ups block. I get a little pop up that oh, says maybe. when most people think of psychopaths, Hannibal Lecter typically springs to mind exclamation mark. But actually being psychopathic doesn't necessarily mean that you're a serial killer or even that you'll break the law. I feel like we've heard this before. <laughs> uh, it's long. I'm not going to read this all, but it's kind of like, uh, at the sharp end, you may well find your serial killers and axe murderers, but all of us have our place at some point along the continuum. So, yeah, but I want to see the continuum and I want to see, I want to see the baskets yeah. that everybody falls into. How many people are on the 85% scale? Like, oh, that's why it won't pop up. I was trying to click on the screenshot that I took. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it. Yeah, where's the Instagram of the responses here? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Oh, hey. So, what? okay, I clicked on continue after my results. And so mm-hmm. our survey with 3,440,718 responses has so far found fans' psychopathic scores. Um, so highest... Uh, is pre- when, people with a preference for rap, then heavy metal, oh. dance, classical, and jazz is the <laughs> lowest. <laughs> uh, average psychopath score, 52% men, 41% women. I don't know what that means, what that refers to. I, uh, that like, men are more psychopathic than women? 52%, to me. Yeah. 52% of men are psychopathic, or no, men usually get 52%. Men usually get 52%. Around that. Okay. And women usually score 41. You need a standard deviation, you guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, the most psychopathic people prefer <laughs> fish. The least well, psychopathic the people prefer yeah. cats. Agreed. Oh. Um, how psychopathic are the readers of? And then we've got some uh, <laughs> I knew it. I picked the Financial <laughs> Times yep. for my psychopath. So 70% Financial Times, 54% Daily Star, 52 The Sun, 44 Channel 4 News, 44 BBC, and 42% The Guardian. Mm. Well, I do usually read The Guardian articles quite often, so yeah. I feel good about that. Yeah. And then there's a game of Spot the Psychopath, which I should have <laughs> played, but I didn't. <laughs> Friday night fun. Yep. Oh, 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 okay. Okay, here we go. Ready? Let's do it. An analysis okay. of uh, Charles Dickens' psychopathic traits shows he would have scored a total of 73%, but would Adolf Hitler have scored higher or lower than Charles Dickens? 73% is really high. Yep. Yeah, but was Hitler higher yeah, or lower? I bet he was lower. Okay, lower. Because otherwise, it wouldn't be a surprise. Yep. Correct. Mm. 69. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, oh, I like the way this goes. So, Hitler, 69. Nice. How oh, and do then you we... think Winston Churchill compares to oh. Hitler? Okay. So, we're doing like a head. Okay. Got yep. it. Um, I say higher. Um, gosh, I don't know. Yeah. Let's say higher. Oh, nope. Lower. Oh, only only 3%. You know, Hitler got a score of 27 on the narcissism and 27 on emotional detachment. Oh. Yikes. All right. So let's compare Churchill to Oscar Wilde. Hmm. 
Well, he was gay, so clearly he's, <laughs> he's insane. <laughs> he did go to jail for being gay. What are you going to say? Higher? I said higher. I'm going to say higher, too. Yep. <gasps> well, I feel like, yeah, historically, he would be rated as higher because mm-hmm. he would have to mask so many things that it would make you like it's it's sort of an unfair comparison a little bit. Well, and also these are very like high profile and a lot of times like politicians tend to be kind of yep. yeah. psycho. So. <laughs> Churchill is the lowest so far at 66%. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> All right. Oscar Wilde compared to oh Freddie Mercury. Ooh. Oh, oh, I like Freddie. I just said I like. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, gosh, I don't know anything. He about likes him. cats. He likes cats a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Lower. Okay. <gasps> yep. All right. right. Hey. Yes. First Freddy's person under fifty percent. Yeah, he's forty-eight percent. Must be the cats. It's the cats. Uh, Freddie Mercury versus William Shakespeare. Oh, oh my. I don't I... think Shakespeare took the psychopath. <laughs> Probably not. But I bet I bet he's higher. Because he was like a... He like was he a cocky... invented words and everything. Yeah. He was yeah. pretty full of himself. And he I was mean, an rightfully actor. so. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go with higher. <gasps> Ooh. Nope. 46%. He's oh. two points lower than Freddie. He was not very narcissistic. How can you tell that Shakespeare was cool under pressure? <laughs> Come on. There were some people who were pretty uncool under pressure in his plays. <laughs> I know. Um, I have a theory that um, all the heroes in Shakespeare's plays are just the worst. And it's always the women that get yes. things done. Yep. Like yep. Romeo just falls apart. Julius is the one that comes up accident. with the whole plan. Yes. Yeah. That's just how life is. Yep. Getting All right. Shit done. So now we're going Shakespeare versus Isaac, Isaac Newton. Newton. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, discovered gravity. Um, let's see. He didn't discover gravity. <laughs> he named Come it. On. It's not like everyone was floating around before <laughs> Isaac. He's came like, along. I got it. <laughs> I think. So. I think higher. Higher. Having interacted with a lot of mathematicians. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Yep. Rude. Yep. Oh, yep. True. Yep, 61. 61%. All right, finally. Finally. Oh, boy, I was waiting for there to be a lady. (laughs) We're comparing Sir Isaac Newton with Margaret Thatcher. Oh. Back when she was the prime minister and I was a little kid. And she wasn't Gillian Anderson. Yeah, we were living in England, so I heard about her or whatever. I thought she was really cool because she was a lady who got Mm -hmm. to run a country. But now that I am a grown-up... I'm like, oh, it's a little more complicated than that. Yes, yes, she did. So, did she score higher than sixty-one percent? Sixty-one percent. Okay, I think higher. I do too. Because politicians are bonkers. Oh, nope. Fifty-two. Well, I mean, we got four out of seven, so we won. Yeah, we won. We won the psycho quiz. (laughs) Oh. Okay. <laughs> we won the cycle. Good quiz. for us. <laughs> we did it. That was very anticlimactic yeah. of that. We won it. We won. Okay, I I had a good time taking yeah, those that quizzes. Was, yeah. That was fun. So I will include links to these in the show notes and on the Facebook post if people want to take these for themselves. And we thought it was only fair to formally ask you which Steel Magnolia's character, are you? Yes. And do you agree 
or disagree with that assessment. So Write please... a five-paragraph essay. <laughs> why or why not? In this no, essay, I will. Please don't. I'm going to need some citations. And remember, people, Google is not an acceptable citation. Yes. So please take the Steel Magnolias character quiz and let us know. At least. Take all of them if you want. Yeah. And tell yeah, us. Yeah, none of them are bad. We no. purposely picked kind of short ones i yeah. would say the multi-choice rorschach one was the longest or at least it felt the longest it was to me. interesting though it was yeah. kind of fun mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. i'm psychologically disturbed so we all know that we now. all knew that already <laughs> it's just nice to have confirmation yeah. sure sure all right should we move on to tishi recommends let's mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about what you're recommending. I am recommending because I'm easily influenced by people on Twitter and people who I think are smart or whatever. I watched Hacks um, on HBO Max this week, and it's 10 episodes. It just ended. They're 30 minutes, which is lovely. I love. I don't know minutes. anything about it. What? Tell me what it is. So Hacks is a um, a show starring Jean Smart, who is having like a renaissance. I mean, it is the Jean Smartissance right now. She's in so many shows. <laughs> I didn't again, like I said, I did not watch Mayor of Easttown, but she's in that. I think she was in Watchmen. That Dave said she was really good in that. She was, yeah, she was great in Watchmen. Um, obviously, I love her in Designing Women. She's been in oodles of things, and she um so. Jean Smart star, uh, stars as Deborah Vance, who is kind of like mm, a cross between maybe really more like Joan Rivers, but like maybe slightly less brash and like Rita Rudner, kind of like those 80s mm. comics. Mostly the reason why she's like um, Joan Rivers is that she was almost had a Tonight Show and then it was taken away from her. Um, oh. Yeah. So she has um, a residency in Vegas. That's very popular. But they're, anyway, she needs some help. Um, and then there is a young woman who's probably like, I think she's a, in her early 20s, who was a comedy writer who had a tweet that kind of went bad and she was fired from her um, writing job. So her agent pairs her with Deborah. So it's this, you know, 25 year old with a woman who's like 65 and helping her write new comedy. Well, and the comedy is just so different from each other. So obviously at first they kind of hate each other and it's them kind of coming together a little bit. And it's at first I I didn't know if I was going to like it. I thought maybe I fit in this donut hole of neither being 65 nor 25. You know, <laughs> like I kind of think Gen Zers are like a little bit annoying and also boomers are kind of annoying. So maybe I don't enjoy this as much. And they're very, I do respect the fact that, that both of them are like not super duper likable. They're not terrible people. They're just not like, they're just complicated. Um, but by the end of it, I really, really, really enjoyed it. And honestly, I mean, Jean Smart is amazing she's so good in this like she's she's just wonderful in this and you both hate her sort of but actually really kind of love her and it's I I don't know I I thought it was really well written and just really enjoyed it and again they're 30 minutes long so it goes down very easily Um, I remember watching her in Designing Women and thinking that she was old uh, so crazy <laughs> and that right? was what 20 30 no, years ago 30 years ago, years ago. oh my god so I'm yeah like, she was so stupid she was so i think she's 65 now and so she yeah she was like in her early to mid 30s yeah i totally thought she was old too it's wild the perceptions you have as a kid of some somebody well age. like 30 is old when you're yes. yeah, when you're i mean i thought all of them were old i thought yeah. delta burke was old, old. and who yeah. else was in there dixie carter yeah um what's the redhead's name annie potts 
I thought she was old. Oh, Annie yeah. Potts like kind of looks the same still. I mean, she's mm-hmm. like has That's looked weird. the same since 1984. Jane Smart is beautiful too. I mean, she looks her age. I mean, she definitely looks like she's in her 50s or 60s, but she's very very funny, and I I really enjoyed it, and I enjoy the relationship of them getting to know each other, and the side characters are great too. So highly recommend Hacks on HBO Max. It goes down pretty easily. Thanks. HBO Max has been uh, really it. turning it up lately. I know they? they've had some really, really good shows. Like I liked the flight attendant. I thought it was, it was silly, but I thought it was really fun. Um, and they definitely do the prestige thing, but it's, it's a, it's a channel like now when I'm, I want to watch something. It's kind of my default to go to because one, they have really good movies on there. The Pelican Brief is on there. I've watched it a couple of times. Um, and on Netflix too. And, and so I, you're like, Hillary, you can also get it there. <laughs> but I, I, they have the TCM channel on it. So they'll have some good older movies. Um, I don't know. I just like it. We've and been I like- watching the West Wing on there. Yeah. And um, we watched Vice Principals, which oh, right. I, my hairdresser recommended. And I was very not into it at first, but it grew on me and it was really funny. I also, and this doesn't matter, but I really like their interface. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's easy to use. And well, it, I, it does matter because, well, like the Amazon one is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hulu's. Netflix and Hulu are okay, but there's been okay. some I've run I run against that I don't like. I just I enjoy the HBO Max ones. So. I cannot figure out because I have this smart TV, so you know Netflix is an app, and I cannot figure out how you make it stop the goddamn autoplay. You need like, to just, just get stop. Uh, get a Chromecast or a Roku or something, and don't use the TV. The TV apps are awful. Garbage. Yeah, yeah they're terrible. Anyway, but I do recommend that. It's it's very enjoyable. And I think Christy has watched it as well because I was like, did you watch the last episode? And she told me she cried, which I did too. So. I'll add it to the list. Yes, it's very good. Um, okay. And finally, finally, after all those quizzes, get involved. Take the quiz. Uh, the website is thisshowhaseverything.com. You can also use throwyourphone.com. Um, join the Facebook group. Um, and have you been on? Did you see what Missy posted? Uh, yeah, it was Missy, I believe, that posted the Diet Coke meme for you. Of course. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. But, was and hilarious. Meredith, I liked, I did like your response. You're like, everything has chemicals in it. Well, it does. It does. Also, <laughs> like, but that was funny because, like, I'm a, I'm a relatively new Diet Coke drinker, but also I did volunteer for the <laughs> vaccine trials. You're like, me. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, no, it was, it's wonderful. The Facebook group is a joy. So please join it. And for the most part, I think it just is fun. There's no acrimony on it there's no drama i mean you can call us out if you want to it's fine um if you want to speculate about my relationship go right ahead (laughs) although i will say if you're gonna call us out you best come correct yes because if you accuse us of something that we have not done i get snippy (laughs) you're like and we are admins (laughs) back off um, okay, the show Twitter, which Bobby ostensibly updates, but TBD. He um, does. <laughs> automatically when the show posts. Um, is at Show. Email us at tshe at 10710.com. Uh, send us a voice memo. We need some. We, it's been a little bit. Um, no, I, I guess Justine sent us, Justine sent us one not that long ago, which was lovely, but I love them. Keep them coming. Um, fax lobby, a quiz or your butt or whatever, or like a Rorschach test, I guess. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that'd be good for a yeah. fax machine. Yes. Great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fax it at 617-354-8513. Thanks for joining us, y'all. And that was, um, no, there's a lot of quizzes on the internet, but I think we selected some pretty good ones. So that was everything. 
This is where I go out with a jewel song. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I brush my teeth and keep my powder burn. <laughs>